OG number one groupie fan. Come on. Miss Liliana Palmer in the building. Yes. What's poppin' baby? The crowd Talk is going me. wild right now, let me tell you. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited to finally be on your podcast. Um, this is exciting for me because obviously I love your episodes and like I said, number one groupie fan over here, everything in one. So this is exciting. I'm excited. Really, I am. I don't even know why this hasn't happened earlier. Was it me? You know why? The right, the right timing was meant to be right now, especially obviously what we're going to be getting into. Um, this makes it so much better. I feel this is such a great topic to talk about. So the stars have finally aligned and made it happen for us. And I'm so excited. Before we jump into this, shout out to Nona. Oh my gosh, I Nona. I was just thinking that maybe come January, we need to plan uh, a Hannah, Nona and Lily date, or I can just leave. <laughs> <laughs> Liliana's mama is my new bestie. Yeah. Um, I never wanted to have an 80 something year old bestie, but she just loves talking to me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> First off, who doesn't love talking to you? I know, but it's an honor when somebody like, you know, her magnitude and who lives so long likes talking to me. I take that very seriously. You need to get Nona on the podcast, but you need to allocate that to like a two part series because she does talk a lot. I know I gotta we gotta talk about that dude that you know the the one with the with the what did she oh, call him oh well the I think what's his name was it Fred or something I don't remember his name Fred, Fred with the with the with the fingers Fred with the slippy fingers I don't yeah. know she has some terms it was really yeah. funny definitely. yeah she has some old school terms that's for sure <laughs> man now I wish you could call her <laughs> She's in England sleeping right now, so we can't call her. I know this is what it is. I'm like, damn it, she's in England, across the pond, different times. 
Oh, I was I was gonna tell her to have a pint and some fish and chips for me, and I forgot. So. You know what? When I uh, Facetime my mom next, I'll tell her that for you. Can you please send me a selfie so then I can post it and I'd be like, she's living her best life. I know it's it's like a not a you know happy trip, but it should at least go have some beer. Gotta some have beer. some. You have to always find the positive in life and find the happy moments because life can be messy, can be negative, can be upset, have all those weird emotions. So you have to always find the happiness in it. And that's and you have to try and laugh throughout the day at some point. So that's what I told you to do. Queen of laughing through things. I actually have you on the show because you're gonna educate me, our listeners, and everybody in the whole wide world about endometriosis. Correct. Yes. Yeah, I know it's a tough word to say, trust me. <laughs> I so very happy. What is it? Uh, what what is it's a nightmare. <laughs> um it so in basic terms, endometriosis is a reproductive disorder um that happens in females only. And what happens is so in your uterus there is a lining called endometrium, endometrium. And what happens is in one out of every 10 women, uh, what happens is, is this endometrium um, lining tends to grow elsewhere. So for example, what happens is it can grow outside of your uterus and start attaching itself to your uterus, fallopian tubes, and ovaries. This is not pleasant. So imagine almost like a web. And what happens is, is that the longer it, so what happens, it starts forming and it pushes your female reproductive organs together. And the longer it's not treated, it can cause um, scarring or lesions. Um, and we can get more into the sim- symptoms, but pretty much it, it causes a lot of painful menstrual cycles for women. And it can also, um, depending what stage you're at and how bad the scarring is, it can also be challenging for women who are looking to conceive. That's this short-term for notes, and I can get into more details. I'm sure you'll ask me a thousand questions. Okay, so how does one, in a sense, is this like one in every five women? How do how do you find out that you have endometriosis? Like if so, our female viewers yeah. are experiencing some kind of discomfort. What what would be the first step to tell your doctor? So I guess the first thing I want to just say to all the women listening in is that this is one in every ten women, um, and this is not hereditary. So the first thing I did when I found out that I had endometriosis was I went to every family member and I was like, do you have it? Is this your fault? <laughs> but it, nobody in my family has it. Um, and it's not, it's not linked to hereditary like any um, other type of disorders or diseases. So it's just one of those um, flukes. Now, um, there are many symptoms. So one of them is, and the first one being extremely painful menstrual cycles. I know the TMI, but at the end of the day, um, obviously menstrual cycles are not fun. Um, they're not joyous. It's not, you know, dancing around like little leprechauns and unicorns with candies and rainbows. 
Um, but cramping is normal. However, when your cramps last, like mine, for 12 hours straight, uh, medication doesn't work, um, heating pads are not working, you have to leave school, um, your legs uh, go get really, I almost want to say kind of numb. Um, that's a big sign. So extremely bad menstrual cramps. Uh, sometimes it could be painful um, intercourse. Um, it can be, you could have headaches, mood swings, uh, tons of bloating. Um, but I want to say for women, the first sign is extremely painful menstrual cycles. So for myself, for example, I would always have to leave school and work because I couldn't stand and I couldn't walk. And I could take Mm, 200 milligram Advil or ibuprofen and take three or four at a time and I'd still be in pain two hours later and I could have this pain last up to 12 hours and have constant um, hot water bottle which helps but can also cause um, like a skin irritation um, to help alleviate the pain. So my next question (laughs) sorry it's okay it's a lot of information No. Well, the thing is, my next question is, okay, so you're experiencing this. Walk me through the process of how you found out that this was endometriosis. Like how long did it take you? Because I've known you for over, you're an OG with me. So I've known you for 12 years. So I know you've always had painful periods, but how did it, how did you come to this answer? Uh, Unfortunately, I didn't come, uh, finding it in a great answer. So one thing is, uh, you cannot detect this through uh, your yearly or I have yearly pap tests. Most someone women have by uh, like uh, every two years. So pap tests cannot uh, determine if you have endometriosis. Uh, You'd have to have like an MRI, you'd have to see a specialist and go from there. Um, Unfortunately, for myself, last um, October, I, um, so I had a menstrual cycle as always, super painful. After my menstrual cycle, I was spotting, um, blood for about 10 days and I had this worst pain in my back and come day 10, which would have been, um, probably around my ovulation day, I could not stand or walk. The guy was hunched over. I don't know why I even went to work for two hours and I should have went straight to the hospital, but I went to work. I tried because that's, you know, the hospitality person in me, you work through being sick. And I left work. I drove myself to the hospital and anyone that knows me, I don't go to the hospital. Um, so for the pain to be this bad, um, I had to go to the hospital. Six hours later, I found out I had a endometrioma cyst on my left ovary. And there's an endometrioma cyst and then there are regular cysts. So regular cysts are filled with water and then they do burst. Um, What mine was, so an endometrioma cyst is also referred to as a chocolate cyst. Um, And no, not like chocolate. It's, um, and again, I'm sorry, this is, uh, the information is not nice to hear, but um, the chocolate. Well, you you got to talk about this somehow. So you got to be graphic. Yeah, it's going to be graphic information, but uh, a chocolate cyst is pretty much um, a cyst filled with old period blood, menstrual cycle blood, however you want to call it. And that is because the endometrium lining attached itself to my ovaries 
And every time there was a menstrual cycle, estrogen feeds it. And what happened was I had a nine centimeter by six centimeter cyst on my left ovary, which was bigger than my ovary. And that is how I found out I had endometriosis and an endometrioma cyst. So once a female finds out that this is their symptom, like this is their what they're experiencing, what would be the next step? Is it surgery? Is it pills? Um, so, is there a natural way? So it's not curable, unfortunately. Um, you cannot cure it. There are ways you can help reduce the in- inflammation. So turmeric is huge. So I put turmeric in my food. I take a turmeric pill. Um, dairy is um, high in inflammation. So I've reduced my uh, dairy intake and tried to do the more uh, plant-based diet for that, which has helped, but it's, again, it's not not curing it. Um, I will say one thing that if you are having menstrual cycles to the fact that you can't stand, you have to leave work, you're, the pain doesn't go away, um, most doctors are going to tell you to go on birth control pill. Birth control pills, think of it as this, as a temporary Band-Aid. It may be um, putting a quick fix on something, but it's not solving the issue. And in turn, you know, birth control pills can cause other long-term issues. Um, I would say you need to fight. If your family doctor isn't listening to you, um, unfortunately, mine dismissed me. Um, I had... Again, like you said, Hannah, we've known each other for 12 years. I've had this since I was probably 13, 14 years old in excruciating pain. So let's say at least 15 years worth of endometriosis. And my family doctor just was always like, dismissed me that the pain wasn't real. Um, Take naproxen, which is a higher medication, or just go on birth control pills. So one, make sure your family doctor is actually listening to you. And they're not just saying go on birth control pills because it's it doesn't solve it. Uh, and again, endometriosis is not curable. But if you do catch it in your early 20s, you can remove the lining. Um, it would be a surgery, a day surgery, and you can go in and they can go in and remove the surgery. And as well, surgery always has, there can always be complications in surgery, but it, they can go in and remove it if it's caught quickly. The only thing is you have to keep in mind that it can grow back. Um, depending, and it usually does grow back. I've heard um, from other, um, we call each other endo sisters, um, that some of them have had three surgeries where they've gone in and they've had the lining removed because it has grown back, but they have stage four endometriosis. I've never heard this term of endo sisters. I think that's super cool. Yeah. Um, shout out it's, to anybody it's nice. that it's, it's definitely that, a community and. Um, it's really nice to talk to people that obviously have gone through something like that with you and they can share their story. So it's easy to talk to someone that understands excruciating pain and you do end up um, gaining a high pain tolerance level. Well, you know, we always have to look at the positives in this, even though it's, it's something that I've never heard about. I've, I've learned it through you. Um, And then another one of my, my sisters, Carol, shout out to her. Uh, She's experiencing something similar not endo but it's very similar i don't know the name i need to get her on here uh it's a mental it, note for me yeah uh but she she always she took like the natural route 
of things and like all this naturopathic ways of of healing and it's really helped her in the long run I honestly um love the natural ways um because like I said a lot of times medication even though it's putting a temporary band-aid it can also cause other issues for example my doctors want want me to be on hormone suppressors so that's pretty much making my body think it's in menopause so that means I will not get a menstrual cycle However, the 10 other things that could happen to me are a few, to name a few are, I could get a liver tumor, atopic pregnancies, breast cancer, um, I think cervical cancer. And there's six other things that if I just keep taking hormone suppressors, that can cause it. So I mean, you really just have to figure out what is your best outcome. But um, I will say this, you have to be an advocate for your own health. I wish when I was 19, yeah, at least 19, I tried to find a doctor that would listen to me. Um, 15 years later, I obviously had surgery to remove the cyst and remove some of the lining. But unfortunately, my left reproductive, like the left side of my reproductive organs are not viable. They're not usable at all. And I, I still have the right side. But, you know, now 35, I feel I'm reproductively challenged. There are these things. So you have to uh, really fight for your health. I love that you said fight for your health because I recently myself, I've been up the hill over something. Um, and it's, you really have to push and you really have to say, well, no. And I, and I kind of find that women are suppressed in the medical industry, uh, in the me- medical field. They really are. It's almost like they're being dismissed. Like the pain that the the pain that they're going through isn't real. It's in their head, and it's really mind blowing to me because when I look back at my health, I'm like, I went to my doctor and a few times, and I was like, okay, like is this normal? Like I'm having such bad menstrual cramps, and I'm with my like my four or five group of girlfriends and. You know, they're all like, oh, no, I'm great. I only have like one day of like cramps and they're not that bad. And I'm like buckled over at the lockers in the fetal position. And my friend Roxanne is rubbing my back and I'm crying, waiting for my mom to pick me up. So, I mean, you have to fight for your health because if you won't, trust me, they're not going to. There are some doctors that are going to, but you have to make sure you're finding the right one that listens to what you're saying and is going to also push for your health. Most definitely. I really think that this is a topic that needs to be talked about more and more, especially, you know, I find that in school, they, they talk about your menstrual cycle, like in when you're in fifth, sixth grade, and then like, you don't hear shit ever again. <laughs> honestly, like you don't, you don't. It, it, honestly, it does need to be talked about. There's so many um, issues, health issues that women's bodies go through that needs to be talked about. I mean, it's amazing that women are normalizing the conversation about postpartum after pregnancy, what, you know, what happens to your body after pregnancy. But it's also great to talk about what happens to your body before pregnancy, things like your menstrual cycles. And, you know, it's not normal to be buckled over in excruciating pain and having cramps and you're leaving. Like, that is not normal. Um, so you have to, you ha- it definitely needs to be more of a, a topic to talk about women's health a thousand percent. Do you find that there's enough resources online? Like if somebody's experiencing this, where where could you 
have them look, for instance, if they don't feel comfortable sending a DM to somebody else, um, what resources have you found online? Uh, I'm going to be honest. So it sounds funny, but Pinterest has um, a lot of great, um, like, simple, like, facts about endometriosis, and they give you about the signs and symptoms. Um, there are... There are organizations through social media that talk about endometriosis. Um, so, I mean, the first thing is is figuring out what your symptoms are. So, I mean, for myself, it was extremely bad menstrual cycles. Um, I've never had painful intercourse where I've had I've heard other people who who are my endo sisters that have had it. So, I mean, these are all things to um, look at. But I would say number one. Um, Figure out what your symptoms are and start, I mean, Google and put things together. I mean, I know that sounds silly, but you, you do need to do some research. Don't Google something be like, oh, my God, I'm dying because you're not. But, you know, get enough. See what all the information is. Like I said, Pinterest has information about menstrual cycles. Um, you can also, like I said, um, I would also say there's Facebook groups about endometriosis, women's health. Um, also. It sounds weird, but put yourself out there. Talk about it because I'm sure someone will be like, hey, I have those same symptoms or I had, this is what it sounds like because I kind of had to figure this all out by myself. Well, that's what makes you great. And this is why we're friends because you're (laughs) such, you're such a force and you do so much. I wanted to touch upon also, I know we're talking about endometriosis, but you have this amazing photography like yo lily has taken some pictures of me y'all that <laughs> i love you like, <laughs> i really do <laughs> she be out here taking all my angles like there's a picture there was a picture of me i think if you've talked to me on zoom the picture on my zoom is a picture yeah. of lily took i mean yes. which on a side note 2022 we need to make it happen i have visions for you can we please? Yes, I'm waiting for you to say, Lily, I'm ready. I, I know ready, okay? I know ready. I need to, you know, I, I've been through process, yo. I know. That's okay. We'll, we'll wait till spring and summer, and then we got this. Girl, we're out here. <laughs> we're out here. But talk to me about a bit about photography, because I can't I can't let you go without talking about photography. I find that it's it's your passion. It's, it's your business. It's what you do best. Yeah. How did this all start? Uh, I was 30 years old and I had a midlife crisis. I know that sounds hilarious, but, um, you know, if you know, for anyone that doesn't know Hannah and I's history, we worked together in food and beverage uh, at a restaurant in a hotel. And I am. You hired me. You I hired, hired me. her. And I knew from the first day I interviewed her, she's amazing. And I was right. So that's a. I love it when I'm right, by the way. Um, but I'm going to start asking you about other things if you're right. Shoot. <laughs> Do you think you're going to be famous? Do you think I'm doing this podcast for no reason? Tell me. You're, oh. Trust me. I see you. I, I'm just waiting for the day you're like, Lily, I want you to come front row and you have like your own stage and it's your own podcast live show and you're doing amazing things. Like I see it for you and it's going to happen. Okay. Yay. Continue talking about you now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, I started photography because I was just tired of being in hospitality. It was sucking my soul away. 
And I needed a change. I needed to do something different. I just felt I needed to have a bigger purpose in my life. And I was just going through photos. And I was like, wow, I take some pretty good photos. And it started off as a hobby. And it and I self-taught myself. And I, I just kept practicing and practicing and trying to figure out what my niche was. Because there is so many types of niches with photography. You could do it all, but I don't think you should. Like anything in life, I would say specialize in a few. And I fell in love with, you know, fashion, lifestyle, food photography, as well as helping entrepreneurs tell their brand story. Um, And these photos can be used through websites, social media, advertising, however they see fit. And that's kind of how it started and it's how it's going right now. You missed the part that you went to Italy. Oh, yeah. You shot. Well, I mean, you talk your whole ear off and your whole podcast off, you know. But I did have the opportunity to go to Italy and work with an amazing Italian fashion program called uh, Toronto North Couture, where they send Toronto fashion designers to Italy to get a tour of um, textiles, clothing, jewelry. Then they have their designs featured in a fashion show and then a photo shoot with me. And they get to work with an Italian designer. He creates these like head sculptures. So like imagine like really fancy hats. That's the most easiest way I can say it. And Mm -hmm. uh, they got to do a photo shoot with him. So that was an incredible experience. Uh, honestly, I've had the pleasure of doing so many fun things. I got to work with um, our lovely friend, Sharana, and she let me plan the whole vision out. And I was so happy with how the photos turned out. It was such a fun day. And honestly, I enjoy um, all aspects of photography, not just doing the photos, but really working with the clients to find out what their vision is and working with them. It's not just like, here we go, show up, take photos and go. You're keen. I find that you're you're keen, like you're keen. Well, you're you're you build amazing relationships. Like you're able just to build out of one one interaction. You you build so much, and that's why I think you're successful in everything that you do because you literally make everyone feel like a princess. I know you say this that I'm your princess, but I literally think everybody feels like you're like they're your princess, like. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is that for me, I mean, I can't speak for other photographers because everyone does things differently. And that's the beauty about um, business. There are so many, there's a business for everyone and clients for everyone. And for me, I just want everyone to feel like they're my friend and my family. I want to have, you know, even though it's personal and artwork for me, I, if someone doesn't love a photo of mine, I want them to feel comfortable like they're my friend or family. Say, hey, Lily, I do like it, but can you change this or this about it? I want that honesty. I want to build a friendship with them because to me that means the most. I want that loyalty, that love. And to me it's not just take your photos and go. It's a whole process, a whole planning aspect. And I want everyone to feel amazing on their photo shoot day. Why not? These are photos that you want to last a lifetime. I really like how this episode has played out. Real talk. Like, I think it's been fun <laughs> because 
I mean, this could be like a five-part series if we really wanted to go because we can talk all At this point, you and I could talk about so many different things. Like you, you, you're such a business mogul, I find. Um, very I really influential. Try. I really try. I thought you said you were going to cry. I'm like, please don't cry. I might oh, cry too. It. I can't make promises. Listen, I don't have time for tears. No tears. I already <laughs> cried today. Okay. Yeah, no, I already I done this today. Cry. You know, it's just, it's been a journey. I don't know. I'm going to brag about you a little bit because I don't really get, I don't get the opportunity to, well, I haven't had the opportunity. And I know you guys are probably like, what, Hannah, you have over 110 episodes. How do you mean you haven't had the opportunity? But I really don't always get to interview somebody that has been with me for so long. Yeah. Seriously, we've been together so long. We have, we have at this point. Lily's outlasted, like my one relationship. Yeah, sorry, my dog is barking in the background for some reason, so I apologize for that. How rude! Um, it's okay. In all honesty, it's I don't even I don't even want to take it back to us um, knowing each other from working uh, at the double team together. Uh, it is about. I want to see, you know, when we, we've obviously social media is wonderful for keeping people together, but you know, I'll never forget your first time hosting an event. And I mean, it was the most, like, it was so amazing to see you up there talking, even though you were just the host, you weren't running the show, but you were amazing. And honestly, I just, when I saw you there, I was like, this girl's gonna, She's going to do some magic. So it's wonderful to see how you have grown. And I love where you take each episode every single time. I love how people just love you right off the bat of knowing you for like 0.5 seconds, by the way. Makes me a little jealous. Oh, you're going to make, you're making me cry. No, I said no pride. Shit. Oh. I'm just being honest. I know, but the thing is, what a lot of people don't know is Lily's the very first person to ever buy a ticket for me. Like very, very first. Yeah. I, I remember begging, basically DMing so many people to come see me. And the only person that paid $25, which I, at this point, I thought was so much at that point, uh, just to come see me was you. So I, I'm always thankful and I'm always grateful because I remember that looking in an audience and not knowing anybody hey, if it makes is hard. Better, the only person I knew was you. <laughs> I know, but you made good friends there. You made good friends, I think. You, yeah, I, I did, think you guys. I did. I mean, it was uh, Ilya, Adriana. Like, you know, I, I got to meet people and network there. But I mean, again, this was also an event where it was um, – Representing about the strong um, Latin American uh, culture and the women and um, the female entrepreneurs from there. So, you know, it was amazing to attend this wonderful event and support you. And again, to see you have that one stepping stone and just, and then we, then you were at the Microsoft event. That was epic. Like, oh man, that was, was post COVID. I, oh. You were there with me. You've been yeah. you've been everywhere. So, I mean, honestly, in five years, our journey has 
you know, only escalated. And we've had some setbacks. We've had some awesome, you know, um, amazing people we met through each other. Uh, I will say his name, Romaine, is one of them. Um, I've got to meet, you know, Reggie through you. So, like, we've made some amazing contacts through together and friends. And I can't wait to see then what's going to happen in the next five years. And like I said, I just can't wait to see you have your own, sh- like, actual show. Like, I see you as the next Oprah, but for Canada or globally. You're going to do some amazing things. So, I, I, like I said, I'm so excited to finally be on this podcast. This is, you know, like I said, the stars finally aligned. Endometriosis is something I am dead set on because of my own personal experience. So if I can help others, why not? And having conversations with you is always my favorite thing to do as well. I know you made me cry. Like there was a, Girl, like legit I tears. Let me say, don't cry. I had to wipe some tears. I was like, Lily's <laughs> the first person to ever come to a show. To ever come. Yo. Whoever's listening to this, if your friend pings you and tells you to go to their show, buy, buy a flipping ticket. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, you, I, you don't have to go to every single one because sometimes it, it, it's hard depending what your financial yeah. status is or if you already have plans. But, you know, it doesn't like $25 to show up for a friend. It goes a long way. And it also goes a long way for yourself because you know, it's, it creates loyalty. And you, again, going to an event, you get to network. I mean, that's the one thing I learned from you is to network. As much as people probably think I'm a social butterfly, I'm also a bit of an introvert. So, I mean, you you have to take one for the team and go and help your friend out. It goes a long way. It does. It does. You, or even just a rep- just repost the event. Yeah, repost <laughs> the event. Screenshot it and repost it. There's nothing wrong with that. Right? I, I've literally, I've remembered this year, a couple of the, like in 2021, there's been a couple of virtual events that I did not attend. I paid the, I paid the, the, the early bird ticket. And I was like, yo, I cannot make it to this, but here you go. Much love, respect. Um, and then do your thing and just keep it moving. It doesn't always have to be that you show it could be that you pay and you know you can't go but you still do it out of love you repost but it's just be there i swear to you if lily like you going to that show gave me the wings i'm like wow i can actually do this i can actually do this you know so you know like, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad i could have i was i went to that and you know like i said i can't wait to see what else you have in store so to oh, God, at this point, I'm trying to get you on the guest list now because I'm this yeah, point. VIP. Don't <laughs> forget, <laughs> I don't want VIP status. That's it. I, you know, there's a list. I do have a list. <laughs> I should be in the top five. Come on. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. You're you're number one. Yeah, I I remember I had to speak my my only speaking give gig of this year, and you couldn't come, and I was just. I was uh, not happy. I know. It. Trust me, that was one event I wish I was able to attend, but I couldn't, unfortunately, due to, again, other. Um, other stuff. Yeah. But. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Whenever, you, like, whenever you tell me, like, when you hosted your. Um, and during the pandemic, when I swear, like, the first half, everyone was doing um, webinars and teaching, and you did yeah, you- webinar. That was an amazing one. Like, I. It, you should do that again, FYI. That was 
That was I know, one. I know. I need to I need to start baking and shaking come next year. I have a couple things up my sleeve that I really want to develop and and do, but it just it takes time. If you've been listening to me, you know I've been going through the fields this year, so I've taken a break even though it doesn't look like a break. I've taken a break. <laughs> <laughs> That's and they're like, wait, this is a break? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. 2022, 20, it's going to happen. It has. It will. It will. It's already written the books. I want to thank you so much for being on with me and vibing. Wow. Where can people find you? Yeah. You know. I mean, so, I mean, everyone can find me on Instagram, which is Liliana Photography. You can always email me, uh, which is info at lilianaimpero.com. I'm sure you'll probably put all this information when this post goes up as my dog. Yes, I'm sorry. My dog, (laughs) my dog is like, yeah, go follow her. And um, yeah, you can always email me, DM me. If you can't find me, reach out to Hannah. She, she stalks me if she needs me. So don't worry. Reach out to I, call, I call her all the time. I'm like five minutes and it's like 45 minutes there. It's okay. And then it's like, is your Nona there? I want to speak to her. I'm like, yes, there you go. Talk to Nona about your your uh tele telemundo shows. <laughs> yeah. Full oh, car ride to Niagara you. Falls hearing about Jenny Rivera Mariposa. Yeah. You know, that, that was that was legit. That was a good that show. Was- I saw pieces of it. <laughs> and I and I do want to say one more thing if I and I just want to stress this out for again um our any your listeners um if you are not sure if you have endometriosis you know please feel free to actually reach out to me I will, not just on a photography level but please reach out to me um about endometriosis I I've learned a lot of information just uh, about myself about surgery if you have if you are going to have surgery I can give you some really helpful tips about post surgery and recovery. So, um, but always fight for your health, be an advocate. It's kind of what I just want to leave off on. That was a total mm-hmm. mic drop as always. <laughs> thank you for listening. This is your favorite podcast host and voice from Hannah coming at you with Lily. There we go. <laughs> there we go. No, I got to do this again. I got, hold up, hold up. And as always, this is your favorite podcast host coming at you from Toronto, Hannah with Liliana, her number one fan, OG. (laughs) On the other side, wishing you the best week ever. And make sure you subscribe. Joe in the game. All the chicken.